Are there any resources or tools available that can help parents estimate what child support amounts might be before they're actually going into court in California? Absolutely, Dean. The Department of Child Support Services actually has a calculator online. It's free to use. You can click on the Department of Child Support Services uh, website and put in your information or what you believe it will be, and it will come up with a computation. The courts really use the DisoMaster, which is commercial software, uh, more, but that DCSS software is something free. It's online, and it's available for anyone. I could see that would be a very helpful resource for people. Excellent. Welcome to the 805 Law Group Podcast, your source for an entertaining blend of law and legal community updates. Each week, you'll get crucial insights into family law, personal injury, criminal defense, and estate planning, along with the latest insider information about what's happening in the local legal community and high-profile cases right here on the Central Coast. Now let's get started with your host, the founder of 805 Law Group, attorney Bill Osman. Welcome to the 805 Law Group Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Dee Mignola. And I'm Bill Osman. Now, in this episode, we're going to learn how the court determines child support here in California. Now, Bill, what factors do California courts consider when determining child support amounts? Well, the courts look at the California Child Support Guideline. That takes in consideration all income from all sources of both parents. Additionally, the courts will look at what is the custodial time. And typically, the courts will look at what is the historical custody time with each parent. But if there are new custody and visitation orders, the court will take that in consideration and impute that as what the parties will actually do moving forward. Now, how does the court assess each parent's income, for example, for child support calculations? Well, it depends upon the situation, Dean. If a parent just receives W-2 income, it makes it very easy. Uh, pay stubs are required uh, before you go in and determine child support. Both parents need to uh, prepare and serve and file an income and expense declaration. It has to be within the past 90 days. You can't have a stale one if it's 100 days, year, days old. The courts will continue that hearing and require that you update that income and expense declaration. In addition to that, most counties, most of the 58 counties in California, require supplemental disclosures. That can be tax returns. Quite often, the, the local counties require two years tax returns, uh, 12 months bank statements. So the court can determine and the other party can determine whether there's income from other sources. Quite often we'll hear that there's one parent that's working side jobs and making extra income. And if they don't declare that in their income and expense declaration, it can be difficult to prove. But we've been have a lot, have had a lot of success in the past mm -hmm. by going through bank statements and saying, oh, look, there's a $500 payment. There's uh, checks that are coming through a checking account. Mm -hmm. There's payments going out to uh, a credit card that's unaccounted for. And we can find income through these different devices. And if one parent is not declaring all their income, we can prove that in court and get better child support award for the parent. Okay. You mentioned counties. Are child support guidelines typically uniform throughout California or do they vary by city and or county? 
No, there is one California family code, and that applies to all 58 counties. Okay. Where things vary from county to county is the local court rules. Some local courts require different disclosures. Some counties require different things in a different way. So it's really important that you comply with the local court rules so that you have a fast, effective court hearing, that you get the orders that you need to, to get the support orders that you want. Okay. Now, can parents negotiate child support arrangements outside of court in California, or is it almost always determined by the court? No, the parents absolutely can determine what the child support is on their own. The court does require that all child support orders comply with the code. If not, you have to show the court a, a reason why it's not complying with the child support guideline that's established in the California Family Code. And so we've been able to get guideline and non-guideline child support, but it does require require expertise and knowledge so that the court will sign off on that and the parents will be successful when they're looking at a non-guideline order. Okay. Well, what are the expenses that are typically included when calculating child support in California? Different expenses are treated in different way. The most important expenses, and that's considered in the California Child Support Guideline is healthcare expenses, healthcare insurance. The courts will also look at extraordinary expenses, particularly when it's health related. The courts also have a high regard for childcare that's needed for employment. So if you have that, usually considered a child support add-on, and we can look at that and help the parents present that in a very logical and succinct way that the courts will accept, and we can get a greater child support award w when taking those things in consideration. Okay. Are you enjoying the 805 Law Group podcast so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by hitting that subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. For more information about 805 Law Group, visit our website, 805lawgroup.com. Now let's get back to the show. What about joint custody versus full custody? How does joint custody or shared parenting time affect the whole child support calculations in California? Right. Well, within that computation is the child care percentage, that custody time. And that can range, that can be anywhere from zero to 100%. And each parent looks at that and, and they present what that timeshare is. Also tax standards are very important here. Are you head of household? Are you single? Are you married filing jointly? Are you filing with the, the spouse that you're having the award with or, or another spouse? So those tax settings, uh, the, the percentage of timeshare, all those things are very important when determining what is a proper child support award. Okay. Well, how, how often can child support orders be modified in California and under what circumstances are they typically modified? Well, in California, any change of circumstance can trigger uh, a change in child support. So quite often we'll see this when there's a change of employment. Uh, one parent gets a promotion 
there's big bonus or commission income that one parent receives. Those are all changing factors. Also, if one parent has more custodial time than the other, if one parent moves out of the area and that burden of, of child rearing goes more to one parent, that's a change of circumstances. That is something that can trigger it. If you have an additional child or the other parent has an additional child, that can change your child support award. If one of the other parents gets a, a divorce and has to pay child and spousal support in another relationship, those are things that are our change of circumstances the court mm-hmm. will consider, and it's a good time to, to modify your child support award. That makes sense. Well, one of the big things, of course, when you're going through divorce, especially if you have children, are is the whole concept of the unknown. You know, you really, you know, what is my life going to be like later? And so it'd be really nice to know, it gets at least a rough idea of what you can expect down the road. Are there any resources or tools available that can help parents estimate what child support amounts might be before they're actually going into court in California? Absolutely, Dean. The Department of Child Support Services actually has a calculator online. It's free to use. You can click on the Department of Child Support Services uh, website and put in your information of what you believe it'll be, and it will come up with a computation. The courts really use the DisoMaster, which is commercial software, uh, more, but that DCSS software is something free. It's online and it's available for anyone. I could see that would be very helpful resource for people. Excellent. Well, thank you, Bill. That's going to wrap up this episode of the 805 Law Group podcast. If you enjoyed the content, go ahead, drop a like down below. We'd love for you to subscribe or hit the follow button, depending on what platform you're on. And make sure you hit that uh, notification bell so you'll be alerted to future episodes as we drop them. And feel free to comment down below if you have any questions or feedback. Any final words, Bill? Yes. If you found this information interesting and would like more information, visit us on our 805 Law Group website, and we have a lot of great information for you. Awesome. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the 805 Law Group podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, 805lawgroup.com forward slash podcast, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music, so you never miss an episode. If you found value in the show, we'd love it if you could rate it on iTunes or even tell your friends. Make sure to join attorney Bill Osman next week for another informative and entertaining episode. Remember, at 805 Law Group, we're turning law into empowerment one episode at a time.